sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This is Topanga Moon Podcast, your soul-loving, desert-loving, summer-loving, spiritual, cosmic-loving exploration of a podcast. So happy for you to be joining me again. Um, And also for anyone new, thanks for stopping by this cosmic ride. Hop on in. I am currently recording outside, as I love to do. I was just, someone was mowing the lawn, so I had to wait a little bit for this recording to start, but I think we're good. How's everyone doing? How is your summer? We're in the peak of it. We're in high summer season. Um, So much energetics, so much intensity. So um, I want to start with, so today's podcast episode, I will get into it. But I want to start with the reason why I deleted last week's episode, which is so strange because I don't think I've ever deleted an episode before, but it came to my attention um, as I was in that episode, I kind of talked about the Lionsgate portal, this concept, you can look it up. Um, And then it came to my attention that there may be some, I don't know, maybe negative, um, not so good energetics behind it. There's a big debate in the spiritual community about it. And I really was like, you know what, I don't want to add to that. I don't want to add any, um, anything to any kind, even if it's like, not true, the energetics of people feeling like it is kind of this negative portal and if you want to look into it you can dive deep and just look it up and you'll see um there's debates on kind of its beginnings and why it is created and all those things but I don't want to get into it too much I just know that I don't want to be a part of anything that um isn't of pure love isn't of pure truth even if it is speculated, I didn't want to add to any of that. So I decided to, and I mean, I'm going to share a lot of the same things on this podcast episode, so you won't be really missing much, but I just wanted to keep it, um, keep the energetics here really pure. And if I have to, you know, take down an episode for that, it is a solo episode. It's not like it was a conversation with anybody else. So I didn't feel wrong about doing it. I My pure intention for this community, for this space, is always to be bringing content of pure value and integrity and intention. This is not a podcast that relies on clickbait or anything that's like marketing, you know, trying to get things out of you, trying to get you to listen, trying to manipulate the audience in any way. 
it's purely a space where we talk about the energetics of the of the universe in a spiritual and a beautiful and a positive and a light-filled way always um and that is my that is my mission that is what I want to share on this podcast so yeah I just wanted to share that I think it's important that we create with integrity first and foremost what we believe in and that and things might change you know um ideas might shift conversations might just be exploring certain topics in a way that might not always resonate with everybody but I think when it comes down to it as long as I feel in an integrity of the things that I'm sharing here and that it's always being shared in an uplifting way and I mean even in the I could have left it up because it was all in a very uplifting um, way just talking about using the energy at this time to really enliven your life and help with manifestations but I think that you can do that at any time so there doesn't have to be a day there doesn't have to be a month um it does feel like there is strong energies right now but I am in the camp of like you know what Joe Dispenza teaches which is like we're creating the reality that we want to live in so in you know it's always great to be aware of things happening in the world but also to be clearing your own space connecting your own to your own higher guidance and that's why I thought this was such an important episode today to talk about connecting back to your own intuition because our intuition can be clouded sometimes and you know there's all these um, people that you can look up to that you think have the answers for you all those things but I think when it comes down to it our own higher selves our own internal guidance our own soul has the the best place for you in your own journey and if we can connect back to that and if I could just be holding space for you to do that that's what I want to do here on this podcast at least with this episode so that's kind of why and that's why I want to really do this important conversation about five ways to connect back to your intuition because I've been feeling like I haven't connected to my intuition as much and then I was doing different practices and rituals to allow me to connect back to my intuition which I think is just the most beautiful place to be because it has the answers that and it has the soul journey that your soul wanted to come on doesn't mean that everything's going to be amazing all the time you know but it's just this is the journey that your soul wanted to take embracing that and loving that and moving with all of those moments and when we can tune into our intuition it just it feels a lot better to be on that journey So that's why I wanted to share this episode today. I'm also going to talk about some of the things that I'm loving this summer and a little bit more about my mission and what I want to do with Topanga Moon, which is what I was talking about on last week's episode, which does not exist now, but it'll be a lot of the same things. And it's that mission of connecting you to the cosmos and and doing it in a way that I feel is really coming through me in the most genuine authentic way that I know how and I think that that's so important and I'll always share in that way and I'll always share when I um, 
find out something and make a mistake or whatever it may be. So that's a little bit about that. And yeah, it's going to be a very summary episode talking about the energetics. It does feel intense right now. I've been going kind of up and down with the energetics in this time. Leo season, ruled by the sun, you know, kind of like burning hot. <laughs> and it's a great time. It is a great time to manifest and to create. And I've, I've been feeling like this energy of like, okay, let's get it done, you know, and and I'm also traveling at the end of this month. So this real feeling of like, okay, I've got a bunch of projects I need to like get done before I leave because I'll be gone for a little bit. Um, I'll actually be in California. So that's amazing and exciting. And I will definitely be podcasting from there. I have some interviews in mind and just some travel, little bit of like travel podcasts for you when I'm over there so that'll be really fun uh, to bring back when I come back all right so the five ways that you can anchor into your intuition that's what I want to talk about today and I think it's always good to do a little check-in with yourself um are you are you giving your intuition away to other people? That's something I had to ask. Am I giving my intuition away to um, basically all the things that I'm researching? I'm a 5-1. The one is the researcher. I love researching. I love getting to the bottom of things. I love looking into things. I love information. I love communication. But knowing that that's such a mind space it's where the mind is activated so strongly it can really affect my internal sacral intuition because they come from different places so the intuition within yourself doesn't always go along with what your mind is thinking because your mind is always trying to organize things, protect you, have a plan, have a strategy. It's really in the physical, you know, what can I physically do? But it's not always where you're going to get your intuition. Your intuition is a mystical thing. It's a spiritual connection. It's something, it's a knowing, it's a feeling. It's something that you can't describe to people. And sometimes your intuition is going to tell you something and everyone around you is going to be telling you the opposite. And that's where you have to build that trust, that trust muscle of the intuition. So this month I've been really practicing in the energetics of building that trust within my own intuition. And I want to share a couple of the ways. So five ways that I'm building that trust and I am actually playing with the energetics of my intuition and playing with the frequencies and playing with you know my limits so if some sort of fear comes up and I'll use money as an example like a money fear comes up because that's the space that I'm really navigating and testing out my intuition um, am I going to kind of like walk along my edge and see how much I trust my own internal guidance versus 
maybe this like fear-based neediness of something to recur in this moment. So I've been playing around with that. Um, I am lucky that I can play around in that space right now. I don't think everybody in every moment of their journey has that, you know, has, has that, ab- not ability to, but um, they're just not at that place to do that. And there's many times where I was not at that place. It was survival mode. It was need to get, need to just get, like make the money or do the thing. And um, it was very physical. It was very 3D. And that was just where my journey was at at that time. So allowing yourself and just being really honest with where you're at and where you can test the boundaries and the limits and start to build that trust muscle and dance with the energetics of the universe. So you can always start slow and that's what I've been doing. It's like testing out little things and that's able to build my trust with my higher self and my own soul in order to be like, okay, cool. All right. I feel what this, you know, I know what this feels like now. Let's, let's go a little bit further. Um, and I think that's the best way that we can, we can test it out. Or you can just dive right into something and see what happens. (laughs) It's all, it's all good. It's always good. It's always perfect. So five ways to anchor into your intuition, your internal guidance system is everything but we have so much to distract us from our intuition and intuition is everything. It's so beautiful. It's something that we all have, something that we can all use. It's amazing. It's, and when we start to really like play with it, it becomes a fun thing where you're the observer and you're watching your life kind of play out and you're like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens next. So the first thing that I do to connect back to my intuition is I survey my food. (laughs) Now this sounds really strange, but I think it's really powerful. Food has its own vibration. um, And you know what nourishing food is to you and your body. And I think everybody has to be intuitive with what they, what they take in in their body because everybody's body needs different things. And you'll know, do you feel good eating something and not, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, if I feel, if I eat so much candy, I feel good. Yeah. In that moment, you know, you get that sugar rush and that high, but that doesn't mean I'm like, my body is feeling nourished. So it's connecting back to what foods am I eating? Because foods have their own vibration and can help you feel clearer. There's some foods that you'll know if you eat it, it's kind of like brain fog. It distracts you. It, it, it doesn't make you feel your optimal, which then doesn't allow you to tune into your intuition. When you're tuning into your intuition, it's like you want to have the clearest channel. You want to be, you know, not connected to any kind of devices, totally immersed in nature and really nourishing your body with the cleanest, most pure, most amazing foods and for me that is vegetables and fruits those to me have you know incredible high energetic value especially when they're organic and especially when I'm growing them myself so I have that 
communication and that connection to the food that I'm eating. So as simple as this is, when you're trying, when you're working to get back into your intuitive guidance, allowing your body to be a clear channel. So maybe that's, I don't know, not having a couple drinks at night <laughs> or some wine as I like to do. Um, maybe that's just like making yourself a really nourishing meal and something that you made from scratch. You put all this energy and vibration into it, set a beautiful dinner out for yourself or a picnic and take your time and really enjoy the meal. And that food is going to nourish your body, which then allows you to be a clearer channel for your intuition. This also includes you know, kind of potions, adaptogens, herbal blends, all of those things that can ignite. Is there a, is there like a tea tonic that you can um, have any kind of adaptogens like reishi or chaga, any of those beautiful like brain enhancing <laughs> blends that you can add. I've been having this like kind of chamomile um, tea at night and I mix with this collagen booster blend that I got from Anima Mundi herbals and it's this like chai blend collagen booster and just I don't know it tastes amazing and it's like feels really good in the body and it just like really awakens my mind and I think any of those things create your own little potions your own tonics herbal remedies there's so many things you can do to start to become that clearer channel so it's just clearing your body to be that vessel that you know channel for intuition uh number two and this one actually should be number one because <laughs> it's so important <laughs> and something i have to remind myself and remember all the time is water water what kind of water you drink can really um activate your body and i have this amazing episode on topanga moon all about water and you can check it out. It's with, um, it's called Water is a Lifeblood with Isabel Friend. And we get into the scientific and the mystical elements of why structured water, crystalline water is really incredible for your body. We're made up of so much water. Our cells are activated. Our blood is created from water. So when we're giving ourselves pure water, if we can, and it can be as simple as going to um, findaspring.com and find your closest spring to you going on a little drive collecting some spring water making that a little ritual and drinking the spring water and I've been doing rituals with spring water and it's been so potent and amazing um, drinking that spring water while you're meditating all of these things will activate your energetics water holds memory water has this amazing ability of transference and when you're drinking structured water your body just becomes alive and you're just a conduit for inspiration and intuition and beautiful you know synchronicities and manifestations it's really powerful it's so simple but water is life we are our water and we come from water and the more we can infuse our bodies with the clearest and cleanest water the better that we can be and if you want to find out more information about what kind of waters you can drink Isabel Friend has amazing 
courses and workshops and just even on her Instagram, everything that you'll need to know. But I think that's one of the most powerful ways that we can connect back to our intuition is drinking really beautiful water. Another thing that we can do with water is having a ritual bath. Um, You know, it's funny whenever you're like in the shower and the bath and those like amazing ideas come to you, it's because you're in water. Like water is holding the memories. It's making you remember. Um, It's connecting you to that intuition realm. So if I'm ever stuck or feeling like my intuition is blocked, I do a ritual bath. So that's you know, getting all the essentials. So getting my crystals. Um, I've been loving Juniper Ridge um, incense and I'm getting like the desert one. So it smells like the desert. Lavender essential oils or whatever essential oils that you really like. Lavender is really soothing for me. So if you can get very soothing scents in the bath, it'll help you relax and then also um, be still to get that, those intuitive remembrance so then you can add flowers if they're available um lots of candles no don't turn on any lights just be just light your whole (laughs) bath with candles and that will completely shift the energies while you're taking the bath and then that's as simple as I get for my ritual baths. And I just allow whatever is to come through. Sometimes I have a notebook beside the bath so that if anything does come through, um, and sometimes it's like a wave of information of like, oh, this idea came through and this is what I want to do for that and all of those beautiful things. So a ritual bath will also connect you to water, which will bring you back to your intuition. All right, number three. Find out your human design strategy or whatever kind of astro strategies you like to practice and integrate it. So I'm starting to see how my sacral responses and learning more about my my human design generator, my 5-1, and how I interact with the energies of in the world really contribute to my intuition. So my sacral response is actually soft. You know, sometimes they say like, you know, as a generator, it's like, boom, your sacral just knows it's lit up. But that doesn't, it, that's not how it works for me. I've just, as I've been saying, I've been playing with the energies and just feeling out what is feeling right. And it's a soft knowing. So I think that's because my mind is so activated all the time that it's like my intuition is kind of being you know overrun by my double gemini mind which is fine it has its beautiful uses you know it allows me to have this podcast and things like that but knowing that my actual sacral response is a soft voice has really helped me because before i was like okay i'm waiting for that strong hit i'm waiting for like that you know total total knowing but that's not how it comes in for me um it's just like this subtle feeling and it's like this little tingle it's just like it's just like a huh okay yeah I'm into that and sometimes I get the strong reactions of like oh yes definitely no but most of the time it's a soft almost soft feeling soft whisper 
it does feel like it's coming from my sacral area. And the more I can clear my energetic field or my aura to connect back to my intuition, then I can hear those, those voices and there's, you know, those feelings, those knowings a little bit stronger. Um, yeah, so it's never really like an I'm over the moon. It's just kind of like a, okay, cool. And whenever I feel the like, sometimes I feel like that, oh, I should do that. That's a, that's like a sacral no to me, but sometimes I can feel like a maybe and I have, that's where I'm playing with the energetics of that space of like, okay, maybe I'm not going to say yes to that. I should and see what happens. See what else comes through. Okay. Universe. What else you got for me? This is a, mm, I should do that. Not a, oh, hell yes, I want to do that. So that's where I'm playing with the energetics of the universe and seeing kind of what comes through and trusting that if I stay in that like space for a little bit, then something better will come through. Um, Example, I've been calling in some new costume design jobs, some, you know, but I really want my costume design jobs because they do take me away from my acting and my writing and all the other things that are kind of like stronger on my list of creations that it has to be something that is a real hell yes and um so I've been playing you know there's been some quick ones that have come through and that have shown up and my body didn't really get excited about them and that was an indication that I you know was only going to apply to them because it's like I should do that whereas in the past I've remembered you know projects coming through and being like oh hell yes like I definitely want to apply to that so I'm trying to play in that realm of if anything comes through for me to respond to especially in that world it's like do I get really excited about it am I thinking about it afterwards am I already planning the costumes in my mind when I'm doing that I know that I should then apply to it so I'm just playing around with that and it's not easy because sometimes I'm like oh I could use the money (laughs) but I'm just seeing if I can dance within this um, sacral response zone and testing my limits essentially so what I'm also learning is that um, there are so many options to align with abundance So it's not just like one option, you know, just because you say no to one thing doesn't mean that something else isn't going to come through. And sometimes that's how we think. Like we think in this linear space of like, okay, I must take that because it's right there. But we're, you know, and you can say the same about relationships. It's like, if you just hold out a little bit longer, if you just test your limits a little bit longer, then something else can come through. Um, And that's the area I'm like really enjoying playing in and it takes a lot of trust it takes a lot of grounding and takes a strong connection to intuition so once again going back to that kind of guidance which is the intuition it's the knowing it's the oh yeah I'm the soft whisper came through this is it so yeah uh number four is ask for signs sometimes we forget that we can just talk to the universe and ask for something that we want and ask for signs and synchronicities. If you are calling something in, are there expanders showing up all around you? 
So if you follow, you know, the TB Magnetic work or Lacey Phillips, are you starting to see people pop up on your Instagram that are doing the thing that you're calling in, you know? Um, those little signs is something that you see on TV. It can be anything. The universe loves to use all things. Doesn't just use the things that we're expecting. It's not just going to be, oh, I see an animal or I see numbers. It can be so, so many things. The universe loves to surprise you. That is what I've always, that is what I really learned in the past year is that the universe loves to surprise you. So it's going to surprise you in so many ways and especially with synchronicities. So it's being open to the signs, but also what you can do is write down exactly what you're calling into a journal or do, you know, scripting in the morning, journaling, a list, whatever it is, and then start to feel into, okay, what are the kinds of signs that I'm looking for? And allow the universe to show you what is possible. So let's take the example of like, okay, maybe you're calling in a place to live, a house, and you have an idea and you've written down your list and you know what you're trying to manifest and call in and you're asking for signs and all of a sudden you're seeing all these listings and they're they're all great maybe just not all fully and then maybe one comes in and it's like exactly your list it's like yes this is it you apply for it and you don't get it let's let's say that's the situation Know that that is a major sign that something else is coming through because it's the universe showing you it exists. It's possible, especially if it's something that you didn't even think exists because you just created it from your mind and it's something that you're calling in. But the universe is abundant and will have so many different avenues, so many. I love to say that like there's so many ways to the castle, like there's so many different ways to get to destinations and all of our journeys are so different and along the way the universe will give you signs and synchronicities that you're on the right path and will show you what is possible and it's just about looking out and seeing them you can even write down all these signs that come through um, and just start collecting the signs and synchronicities and it'll be a fun way to really start to trust your intuition and trust what's coming through so ask for a sign be intentional you can ask for like a very specific sign i've done that before when i've had to move i asked for a sign um and it's the first thing that comes to my mind and it was like i think it was like show me a sign of california and then as soon as i said that you know a friend who was on a flight to california wrote writes me on the flight and was like i just felt like i needed to message you i'm on my way to california i was like okay cool I hear you, universe. Um, And then move in that direction, you know? Um, Because whatever you decide is what you decide. And it will always be a path and be a way on your journey. Number five, and this is a really easy thing to do and a really powerful way to do. But walk outside in nature and spend a whole day away from your phone. Go somewhere for a hike, maybe go camping, maybe around your neighborhood. It doesn't really matter where you are, but disconnect from all your devices. Don't text, don't go on Instagram. Just really be in tune with 
your surroundings with nature, especially in nature, even if you want to do some grounding techniques of finding a field or a path somewhere that's safe and you can just take your shoes off and walk and ground and connect to nature, that is a beautiful and potent way to connect back to your intuition because you're not being inundated with messages and energetics. Um, All of our social media, all of that kind of realm, they're strong energetics. They're, you know, high vibrancy. And if we want to connect back to our intuition, we need to strip away all of that and just be with ourselves. I mean, that's why so many people do like silent meditations for weeks, for 10 days, or they go off into the wilderness and just be by themselves with no electronics. This is the reason. It's to connect back to your intuition, your sacral knowing, and you'll have such a clearer picture of exactly your next steps, um, anything like that. And within that, you can also do soul journaling. Um, A great book for that is called Meet Your Soul, where you can... They kind of teach you how to talk to your soul and get some answers. And it's just through writing. It's writing exercises. And it's a really beautiful, strong way that you can connect back to your intuition. So those are my five ways that I use at different times, in different combinations. Maybe I do all of them. But those are the ways that I connect back to my intuitive knowing. And I've been finding more and more that right now it's so essential for me to do. Even the other day, I stepped away from all of my work and, you know, my computer and all of the things. And I just went with a friend of mine to, you know, a field out in nature. And we just took photos and we just hung out all day. And it was so beautiful, so fun. Um we weren't concerned about our phone, anything like that. And the next day I felt a complete energy shift and things started to come through. Like things that I weren't expecting, like calling in certain people, um, calling in like things that I've been like wanting to call in kind of like showing up in certain ways. Um, And it was really cool to see how much that slight energy shift really ignited some of the things that I've been energetically wanting to bring in so yeah um yeah so I'll I'll share a little bit about this kind of mission that Topanga Moon is on and we're always evolving and we're always shifting I think a big focus within the next I mean I'm not sure I'm trying to I'm trying to always connect to the energetics of of Topanga Moon itself and what Topanga Moon wants to be Right now, Topanga Moon wants to be a podcast and a community and maybe share some courses and all those things. But a big influence will be in the future films and documentaries and bringing that kind of making it more of a media company. But with this through line and this kind of mission of connecting you to the cosmos and my life definitely shifted in so many beautiful ways when I acknowledged the moon phases or when I connected back to that spiritual side of myself in a way that felt right to me you know Um, and we can define that for ourselves all the time but bringing you that magic like allowing this community and, and sharing everything that I've learned and my deep interest in these you know spiritual inquiries and the cosmic world and 
the universe and all of those mystical, beautiful things that I talk about here on the podcast is like, I want to share that all the time. It's something that, you know, always I'm looking into and researching and connecting to and wanting to talk about. So that's really when I was thinking about, okay, you know, what is the mission of Chipangman? What are we here to do? And I think it is really just in all the different ways and it's going to be expressed in so many different ways. Maybe it's a course, maybe it's a film, uh, maybe it's a moon party, so many different things that we can do. It doesn't have to be just one thing, but what is our main mission and what do we want to do here in the community? And it's to connect you to the cosmos, to be that container, to be, to hold the space for you to have your own remembrance, for you to have your own connection to the spiritual world, for you to find your love with the cosmos and create your own rituals and um, allow you to really experience this, you know, beautiful spiritual world that we can be connected to at all times. So no matter what form that comes in, I think that's really the through line of my writing work of my acting work of my any products that I create any courses any meditations the podcast itself um is how do we help you experience this cosmic world so that's what I wanted to talk about (laughs) last week (laughs) oh man Oh, yeah, there was another thing that I shared last week, which was really cool um, about the cosmos and our connection and how much plants speak to the cosmos and the cosmos speak to the plants. And that is like such a concrete way that we can see that connection in real time and in a real way. So there are flowers that bloom in the moonlight. And here are some of the flowers that bloom in the moonlight. So there's the lunar blooming flowers, which are flowers that bloom around the same time as the full moon. These nocturnal blooming flowers remain completely closed throughout the day and open their petals for pollination by bats and moths once the moon comes out. Some nights, blooming flowers will actually drop their petals by the next morning after pollination is complete which is so amazing. They just bloom it during the moonlight. There is the flower, moon flower. Um, the flower unfurls at twilight to welcome moths that serve as pollinators. In addition to being beautiful, the flower also has a lovely scent. Um, there's also evening scented stalk, night flocks, day lily, queen of the night, tropical night blooming water lilies, etc. But yeah, they have this frequency and they're connected to the moonlight and to the moon. And I think that's such a cool example of how this community is connecting you to the cosmos, just like the these certain flowers are drawn and uh, connected to the moon. And we have this strong, powerful connection to the moon. It's always available to us. It's, you know, that feminine energy. It's that mystery it is magical it makes you believe things are possible there's just this beautiful rhythm and dance and connection that we when we start to pay attention to it we can really utilize its energies 
in our life in really intentional ways and I've always loved that and I think that's really what this is that's what Topanga Moon is all about all right and I want to end with um, my little summer love list the things that I've been loving about summer right now and um, just exploring and bringing so much joy to my life in the summertime finding the moments of beauty and synchronicity and just soaking up all of the sunny days even if I'm just working on my laptop I'm sitting out in the sun and just soaking up the energy from the sun because it's always so amazing so my summer love list so I have been loving summer photo shoots Um, if you're in the kind of Toronto area even in like the Kingston area and you want to do a photo shoot with me this summertime, I do photography and styling together. And I think it's just such a great way to kind of do a whole package. If you're interested in that, if you want to go check out my work, um, you can go to my Instagram page. But yeah, I'd love to connect with you. But that is what I'm loving doing right now. Summer photo shoots. Like there's nothing better than a summer sunset and that glowy beautiful light styled with like amazing vintage clothes I have a huge collection of vintage right now my style is very 60s 70s bardo Bridget bardo um kind of prairie western very texas (laughs) if you go check out my page I'll link it in the show notes you can see my style but yeah that's what I've been loving doing I've been doing some photo shoots in the country and some beautiful spots I just did a photo shoot the other day by the water and it was like the most incredible light probably some of my favorite photos I've ever shot and I'm gonna do another photo shoot tomorrow so just utilizing this time to create stories through photography through styling um, celebrating vintage clothes celebrating art and creativity Um, creating these vignettes in like different locations like tomorrow we're going up to um, this beach location and doing like a very retro summer beach vibe photo shoot so been loving summer photo shoots packing a picnic while we're at it and just really being in nature and creating art and there's nothing more fun for me or better for me and I've been doing styling for I mean 10 plus years now so it's just always going to be part of me and always something that I do and offer country music is another one that I've been so into this summer I think has been really inspired by being at my boyfriend's family's cabin up near Kingston and just out there for some reason you can only get country radio shows stations so (laughs) when I'm driving around that's all I can listen to Uh, My car does not have a Bluetooth or anything like that. So I'm just listening to the radio and listening to country music. But it's been really fun and it has this like fun summer element and summer vibe. Um, I've been loving Carly Pierce. Um, Haley Withers. Love her album. Just so many fun country stars. Uh, Tenniel Art, I think is her name. That's another one. Yeah, so country music on my summer love list little buddhas okay 
Also, just so you know, none of these are sponsored, but I would love to sponsor, have a sponsor from Little Buddhas. They're it's amazing, organic, natural vodka, peach drink. It's so good. Just if you like some summer cocktails or some drinks, go check it out. It's um, it's pretty great. It's like 90 calories. It's just, it has this like it, the pineapple is like organic and natural flavors um this like fizzy soda vodka drink and it's just the best i think it's like from toronto i think that's where that's where the brand is from and you can get it at lcbo this definitely sounds like a sponsor but it's not <laughs> i just love them they're just like a fun light summer beverage and definitely going to be bringing some to my beach photo shoot tomorrow (laughs) okay so a podcast I'm loving right now um one of my top favorite podcasts is sound food by Nitza um she's from New Mexico or she lives in New Mexico but I think she's from California she's incredible guest check out sound food I've just been loving all her episodes I think that they're it's very similar to this the vibe of this podcast I just love the guests that she has on very in tune with nature really cool creative people that she brings on feels like a conversation that you're tuning into it's just really well done and I've been loving that so if you're looking for some new podcasts I would say that one that one's a great one okay this is for all my um cheesy hallmark loving people one of my goals this year is to be in a hallmark movie and i'm have no shame about it i've loved these kinds of films forever so i am loving the summertime hallmark movies (laughs) i think there's one called sand dollar cove that i watched and i really enjoyed i just love putting them on on a saturday night working on my computer working on topanga moon or researching or writing or whatever having some wine or a little buddha and just tuning into the latest summer hallmark movie i'm into it i'm here for it can't wait to make them if you also love them please send me a note love to hear from you (laughs) um and a styling thing that i'm loving this summer is tie-dye anything tie-dye i'm like looking for a good tie-dye bathing suit right now anything tie-dye I'm into and layering bracelets so I just came out with Topanga Moon letter bracelets and they have these mantras on them like love or cosmic or uh, babe these beautiful little sayings and they're made with vintage fabric from Europe from the 1930s and 1940s from this amazing mother-daughter duo that sells these fabrics on Etsy they're so intentional with what they source um and i it they're these like fabric like saved preserved fabric kind of scraps that you can make into things like this because they're not enough for like you know clothing or anything like that but yeah i've been making these beautiful bracelets with them and you can buy them on topanga moon and they're just really cool to layer. I've been loving layering bracelets and having that kind of vibe 
with my summertime looks, tie-dye, layering bracelets, I'm here for it. So that's everything. That is my summertime love list. <laughs> um, would love to hear from you, what you're loving this summer, how you're connecting to your intuition, how you're connecting to the cosmos. If you want to chat about anything, send me a message. I'll have all the information in the show notes. I have some really cool interviews lined up coming soon that I'm very excited about. So can't wait to share that with the podcast. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode and you're having a great summer day wherever you are. Enjoy it. Soak it up. Get into nature. Go to the beach. Get more in tune with your intuition. Um, And yeah, have a beautiful day.